0: And we are back. Thank you so much for joining us for another session of the Dots. I was just commiserating with my, uh, with the real brains of the operation, Mr. Chase Taylor, our head of research, about our football game this weekend. I coach my son's third grade football team. And uh, <clears throat> we I've never seen one team dominate another team so much. And This is why you tune into the Dots. I know it is. I used to hear about the Peninsula Youth Football Tiny Tikes. Third grade football game. But we we just dominated this team. They had three first downs up until the two minute two two minute mark in the fourth quarter. And uh we lost six two. They hit us for a Hail Mary bomb in third grade. It's actually pretty impressive. Um got the ball down inside the ten-yard line three different times, two fumbles, and then on another possession, it was four consecutive offsides penalties that drove us back to the 25.
1: Clearly, the other team should have been going with the, uh, the run-and-gun, like run-and-shoot, air-raid offense the whole game.
0: Yeah, I mean, they should have. They should have unleashed that kid. Let him cook, right? <laughs> um, That was a heartbreaker, man. I Our boys were devastated. Anyway, that's like I said. I knew you guys were turning in to hear that, so I want to make sure I give you the football update. But getting to markets, Chase, what where are we at? I didn't even – I've been doing stuff for the last two hours, so I don't even know where we ended up. Um,
1: let me as we as we record this, we got about three minutes to go. But S and P, Nasdaq, uh, small caps, everything's up over one uh, percent. The small caps almost two, so that means they're gonna have a negative two percent day later this week, I assume. Um, Oil is down about one percent. The dollar's down about half percent. Volatility is down eleven percent, and then bond yields are up. Uh, a good bit especially in the back end about 10 basis points.
0: And that's what I'm cracking up about. Like everything yeah. that has been killed by higher rates. Today rates are
1: ripping and stocks love it. it we, really. What we kind of saw today I think is just an everyone Friday bought a bunch of war hedges and then they just gave them back today. That's pretty much what happened Friday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It it'll be interesting to see uh earnings this week. What, what 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 speaking of which, what do we have for earnings on tap this week? What are we going to be watching? Yeah, let me pull it up. I got it. Um because I mean, outside of earnings, or I mean, I, I Tesla me, Wednesday. I I don't understand that one. Just can, cont- and there's so many stocks like that where it literally trades agnostic to any reality. And by that, I'm saying I'm not saying I disagree with the stock price. Just saying, like you'll see it rally big on news that they're cutting prices again.
1: Yeah. So tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow is a good day. Uh, Bank of America, Johnson Johnson, Goldman, Interactive Brokers, United, J B Hunt, Lockheed Martin. So a, a lot of big ones tomorrow, and then. Wednesday, uh, same thing. You got Netflix, Procter and Gamble. Um, I, th- I think a fun one to watch would be Discover because they've been really rough. A lot of a lot of small banks um, throughout the week. So big, big, big week of earnings.
0: You know, you know what's curious to me about this this um, earnings announcement is so many of these companies. And you know, I don't know what their earnings are going to be. My my suspicion is is probably not a lot different than they were last quarter. Because I don't think much has changed. Um, but, it, you know, for instance, and I'm just shooting from the hip here, but if you take a company like Netflix, when you look at what <clears throat> what its performance <laughs> financially has been, the fact that they announced that they want to start doing brick-and-mortar locations, did you hear that? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm just sitting there going, way to undercut one of the most attractive aspects of your platform as far as investors are concerned. Let's add some more cost to this, right? I don't know. Maybe you're going to sell Netflix figurines or something. I mean, I'm assuming they're, <laughs> they're a smart management team. I'm assuming they've got a strategy behind it. But it just, you know, I mean, there's, <laughs> I don't understand why you'd want to forfeit that advantage that I think that you've got there. The other thing is when you look at the, um, I, I really have no idea how markets are going to react to earnings, whether they're good or bad. And you know, you know what I mean? Like this market, yeah. especially the popular stocks everybody likes, I mean, I'm looking at these things going, they better deliver lights out earnings because that's what these things have got priced into their stocks. I mean,
1: there's no question about that.
0: I, yeah. I, it, so it, it's kind of one of those things where you're just like,
1: oh, it's a beat and the stock rallies. You're like, it's trading at 50 times earnings already. Speaking of that, so this is the first like hiking cycle in the last 50 years where you had multiple expansion. So our entire lifetime and then some, basically everything since since the war Anytime you have a hiking cycle and rates go up, multiples contract. Yeah, but
0: you can't compare it. You can't
1: compare it to the war. If the I, war I was the only time where it's ever happened, I mean, you got to throw. No, aside. I'm saying like everything since the war. But I think for people's first reaction to that is like, well, yeah, but it was like an inflationary like cycle, like more than normal. It was like, well, yeah, but the 70s was pretty damn inflationary, and yet. <laughs> We we'll talked about this a million times, but yeah, if I I, find it
0: I've never look, look, there. There's a popular narrative running around out there that that markets can go up with rising rates, and when you, I think the giant thing that people are leaving out of that argument is the starting point matters a lot, right? So if you're going to comp high interest rates and good stock market performance to the 80s, that's a horrific comp to today, yeah. right? Then S and P coming into the 80s in 81 was trading
1: at three and a half times earnings. Yeah, the only way you could do that stuff now is if you're talking about like small cap value or something like that. Other than that, it's just it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I the I mean, dis, discounting <laughs> discounting rates matter in finance, and I think these will too. You know,
1: you and I have talked about this yeah. a lot. I mean,
0: yeah, this is a, real rates
1: just started to hit like. Yeah, me, so. this is
0: this is this is a market that has been more juiced up on craziness and funny money than any other market in history, and I just it does not surprise me. And, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but from our perspective, it does not surprise me that it's taking an abnormally t- long time for people to sober up. And, and you and I have talked about this dynamic too. Professional risk is big, right? Absolutely. And it is for us. Like, what are we afraid of? What are I, and I can just tell you, regardless of what they say, you know, the m- number one fear of most money managers is right now missing out on another, uh, you know, meaningless or, or baseless, uh, triple Q explosion right. upside people are like, what do you mean meaningless? And I'm like the whole run-up you've had this year. Is ridiculous, right? Earnings and performance and margins have all gone the other way, right? And not, they haven't fallen off a cliff, but when you just look at those things, you know, everybody's like, well, they got beat up so bad last year. And you're like, dude, Apple was trading at the high end of its range that it's averaged over the last 15 years coming into this year.
1: Exactly. With higher rates. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense. That's one of the few struggling today. They're apparently their Chinese sales are pretty brutal. So they're struggling. Uh, shocker. And, yeah, well, not at all, right?
0: But- yeah, I mean, pff, they,
1: well, first of all, I, I don't think that there
0: has been, I think the last two models of phones they've released, I think it is the most lackluster, meaningless product upgrade that they've ever done. Meaning the, the new phone that everybody they're raving about, it's got the exact same bloody processor and is the old one.
1: Yeah, but it's titanium. So,
0: <laughs> well, there you have it. Yeah. There you have it. A renaissance. Uh, amazing. Welcome
1: for the tech people.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's just that's yeah. Why why did you spend two thousand dollars? It's titanium, man. Um. Anyway, what else are we seeing here, Chase? I I don't. I think I look at today, and like I said, I think the the story of today was just that the world
1: didn't implode over the weekend, right? Yeah, that was good. That was good news from the weekend. Yes,
0: and which is probably also why you have a pop in rates.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I think a lot of people bought Treasuries and oil and stuff just in case.
0: Yep. And um, yeah, and then that probably just waiting to see what's on tap for earnings.
1: Yeah, some something interesting that I literally just popped up on uh, Nick Tameureos. I uh, just tweeted it, but uh, national rents just fell for the first time since two thousand and nine. Um, and just kind of thinking about how levered up multifamily is, and how much of it we've we're building, how much of it's still in the pipeline to come through. If Rents are already going negative. That's it's not going to be great for the multifamily sector or for kind of commercial real estate you know, writ large, and not to mention, it's going to make it really tough for inflation to go as high as so many people seem to think moving forward. And speaking of that, the CPI still has inflation essentially running at like 7%, even though, as we now know, it's kind of negative.
0: Right on. Well, is that, I mean, is that all we got for the day? There's just not a lot happening outside of, um, I will say this, if you're a subscriber to Know Your Risk Radio, I'm about ready to record a special uh right after i get off of this actually on the palestinian and israeli conflict and impacts it could have on the global economy and markets um also the human impact of it as well obviously that matters um and so you watch for that that should be dropping some point today but that it's kind of a slow day right i mean it's just we're all about waiting yeah. for
1: powell to speak and earnings, and that's kind of the yeah the you know, only the only data today was uh with some empire manufacturing, which is pretty, pretty close to what was expected. So nothing major there. Uh, tomorrow we'll get retail sales. That's going to be a big deal. Um, and, and industrial production, but other than that, not a lot. Something I'm just starting to work on that's actually pretty interesting is, is
0: that that empire metric that's coming out tomorrow?
1: No, that one came out today. Um, it went back to being negative. New orders went back to being negative. The employment stuff was positive. um, but pretty, I mean, it's all pretty close to in line with what you would expect. So I didn't really take much away from it. Uh, but what I was saying, something I'm kind of starting to work on, I'm going to write about this week is actually taxes. Uh, this is really flying under the radar, but, but the taxes as a percentage of earnings is actually been going up lately and, is, and it should continue to go up. There's some corporate tax breaks that are kind of rolling off the books that, that I don't think people will recognize. And that, I think this going to be a, an, Hey, another earnings headwind that no one seems to care about right now, but it's one that's already starting to bite a little bit. When you look at, yeah,
0: just when you look at earnings and how elevated they still are, I just, I, you don't, I, when I, when we're looking out at next year, man, I just don't see anything that isn't moving against that.
1: I just don't see it. I I mean, companies haven't had to worry about taxes. They haven't had to worry about um, consumers flush with cash. Like, there's been so many things they haven't had to worry about that all of a sudden is kind of becoming a problem texas has done nothing but go straight down for corporations for well
0: and it's a and, long time and it's just amazing to me how the market is seemingly not pricing any of this in
1: nope yeah
0: well which a hey, in the past for the last 15 years that means what does that mean lever up on the cues, right get long I the nasdaq live. I don't think that's going to be the case this time, but we shall see. All righty, you guys. Well, that was short and sweet today. As, as more stuff pops later in this week, today's slow, but we'll, we're going to be probably having some longer ones based on the information that's coming down the pipe. So as always, join us for the Daily Dots. Just keep uh, memorializing and documenting this whole process. And we think it's going to be a very interesting and historic one. So as always, guys, you can find sign up for Know Your Risk Radio podcast. You'll get the interview that we're doing later. Uh, on the Israeli and Palestinian conflict. You'll get the daily dots every single day delivered. And then if you subscribe, it also helps us get better guests. So no paywall. It's all free. So uh, anyway, yeah. All right, you guys. Well, until tomorrow, you're listening to Know Your Risk Radio podcast. Download and subscribe at knowyourriskradio.com.